You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick and Matty Rose on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Hour number three. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan, powered by mortgagestogo.ca. Always the lowest interest rates in Canada since 2004. Visit mortgagestogo.ca at the bottom of the hour. Uh, your favorite Chris Tanev memory or your sweet goodbye to that sweet shot-blocking prince. 960-960, name and location. But right now on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline, ESPN NHL senior writer, Greg Wyshynski. Wish, good morning. How are you? Boy, this, the, the tone of this show, it sounds like you should be playing some Sarah McLaughlin music yeah. Uh, yeah, underneath all these memories of Chris Tanner. Yeah, well, he was a uh, <laughs> heart and soul guy, and he's absolutely going to be missed here in the city of Calgary. What was your initial gut reaction when you saw the deal? Well, my gut reaction was everybody called it. I mean, D- Dallas had been hot for Tanner for a really long time, and it was just going to be a matter of, you know, whether they were going to land the plane on this one. Um, he's he's an ideal fit for what they need on their back end. You, you could do a number of things with him, which is you can try to develop a better second pairing with him and, and throw him with one of their younger defensemen. Or, and this was the immediate thought from a lot of people around the Stars that I talked to last night, you know, play him with Miro Heiskanen and allow Heiskanen to, to move back to his natural position on the, on the left side. So um, it, it, it makes total sense. And, and also, they know what they are. I mean, they're, they're a team that's on the precipice of maybe winning a cup this year and, and clearly a team that knows its deficiencies on the back end and, and clearly a team that knows it's in for a hell of a fight in some of these series against teams like Vegas, for example. So they got to toughen up. They got to get playoff ready and, and adding a veteran like Tanev made all the sense in the world. Did you think there was a first-round pick in the future of the Flames with the Tanev deal? Yep. <laughs> I gave him, you know, I gave him a C minus on my grade last night for, for a couple of reasons. Uh, the first being that when, when you, you know, when you hold, when you hold back salary uh, as they did in the trade, I think the return should be a little bit better than, than what it ended up being. Um, I'm not enamored with uh, Grishnikov coming back. I mean, I, I think he is, his ceiling is as a straight-up defensive defenseman. I, I don't think that he's shown enough offensive upside to the point where he can even be a guy that breaks out the puck as well as Tanev did. Um, so I'm, I'm not enamored with the prospect. I, I, he's probably maybe even not even the top five young defensemen that the Stars had in their system. And I just felt like they should have gotten more uh, out of the Tanev deal. And, and, I, and I feel that way also because of some of the things that Conroy said last night about there being a robust market for him, about there being teams that were in the playoffs and outside the playoffs jockeying to try to win his services. I mean, if the GM is saying there's a market for him and you're, you're uh, retaining salary on the deal and he's clearly the best defensive defenseman on the market at the trade deadline, I just feel like they should have gotten more from him. And, and that's coming from somebody who thought that, 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 that Conroy did really well on the Elias Lindholm deal. So He's 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 one and one right now in my book. What did you make of the Devils getting involved? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where the hell that came from. <laughs> like if you ask me, uh, you know, give me give me fifteen teams that'll help retain salary out of Chris Danaville, the Devils would not be one of those fifteen teams. But you know, it makes sense. Uh, it, it they have a really smart front office. They're a front office that is always looking to add assets, in particular draft capital, in order for them to to make future deals and. With Dougie Hamilton on long-term injured reserve, it, it's it's uh, it was a, an amount of money that they could take on mm. with the cap relief they've gotten, but but also 
not necessarily handcuff them if they wanted to do something differently. I do think it's funny, though, that, you know, we've all been anticipating a goal, a, a, a deal for a goaltender between Calgary and, and the Devils. And it ended up being, uh, what was it, Cole Brady? Yep. <laughs> not, not the goalie we thought would be shipped between these two teams. I did want to ask you as well, what do you think Chris Tanev is uh, going to be commanding on the open market if he goes there? It's a great question. I mean, I, it seems like for a player his age that has the mileage on him that he has, I mean, you're probably looking at maybe like a three- or four-year deal at most. Um, but I do think that, you know, he, he's a valuable player. And, and more than anything else, I, I think he's a, the kind of player that a team that has a good young defenseman would be very desirous to sign. I, I think one of the, the best things about Tanev through his career is that he's been an amazing partner to guys like Quinn Hughes, obviously to Hannafin and players like that. So I think that there's going to be some team out there that fancies him as a, as a veteran leader and a, and a guy that can not only help them compete, but also help them, you know, grow as far as a young player on their back end. But, you know, we'll see, we'll see where it goes. I, I will say that, like, when it comes to what, what is Tanev going to earn, it, it, makes me, it does make me think about the trade last night in the sense of how many teams holding defensive defensemen who are now, like, moving up the, uh, the charts because Tanev's off the board are looking at that return and saying, oh, man, that's – that's not what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> like, I thought they, were, uh, you know, I thought they were going to get a first out of this. Uh, a rising tide lifts all boats. If you're, you know, the Montreal Canadiens with uh, David Savard, or you know, if you're the Anaheim Ducks, you know, with uh, with their defense, and like it, it, it's probably kind of a bummer the return that the Flames got last night because it doesn't exactly speak well to the market uh, heading into next week. ESPN NHL senior writer Greg Wyshynski joining us here on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline, Big Show Russick and Rose. 960 the fan uh how is craig conroy's job as gm of the flames being viewed around the league so far wish i don't know i mean i i think i was an outlier on the Lindholm deal i think i i'm not sure if everybody was super enamored with the return that he got for him but i thought it was pretty good on this one i mean i i think it's 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 pretty clear that a lot of people feel like the flames should have gotten more out of this trade jim nill is a very smooth operator with the dallas stars he's been that way for many, many years. It's not a surprise to see him, you know, win a trade and win it on his terms. But again, retention of salary, having, you know, what I consider to be maybe the sixth best player available at the deadline, depending on who else is actually available. Um, it was, it was a surprise to not see them pull a first rounder out of this. And again, the, the other thing too about it is that we, we didn't really get into the, the mechanics of these draft picks. I mean, a second rounder from the Dallas stars could easily be, above 60th in, in, in the draft this season, you know, depending on where they finish in the standings. And, and then like, you know, the, the other, the other part of it too is, is this uh, conditional pick that they get where they'll get a third. If the stars make the Stanley cup final, there, there's a, a reality in the multiverse where the Calgary flames make the playoffs, play the Dallas stars. Hmm. And then they're trying to prevent themselves from getting a third round pick <laughs> in that series. So, I don't know. It, it was it wasn't it wasn't Craig's greatest moment, I think. But but you know, I, I don't think that's necessarily going to be a defining thing for him. I think he's a talented executive. Now all of the attention turns to Noah Hannafin. We've kind of talked about Dallas being a perfect match for Chris Tanev. Is there any teams that you see as a perfect match for a Noah Hannafin? Yeah, one of them's the Devils. To be honest with you, I mean, I, I think. When you think about their their needs as as a team, not only this season but but going forward, I I'm in I'm in the camp of of it being less about trying to acquire someone like Jacob Markstrom than trying to acquire 
someone like Noah Hannafin. I mean, you know, D- Dougie Hamilton's going to come back at some point. It's, it's a torn pack. Uh, whether it's this season or next season, they're going to get him back. He's going to be healthy. He's a great defenseman. Um, but everybody else is so young back there that I think you do need somebody who's more in their prime to really solidify that group in front of whatever goal you're trotting out there. So the Devils will be one. Obviously, Boston has always been linked to Hannafin because of his, you know, he's from the area. He went to college there. And those two Florida teams really fascinate me too. I mean, in particular, the Lightning in the sense that I, I've, I've long felt that, that along with the attrition that they've had amongst their forward group and losing guys like Blake Coleman and all those guys that were on those championship teams, it's, it's not having that Ryan McDonough type on their blue line to help lift the load for Hedman has been really kind of a, a detriment. And that's no knock on Sergeyev. Um, I just think that Hannafin kind of more fits that type of defenseman that they've been missing. I'm not quite sure what kind of capital they have to offer up these days in Tampa. Um, but, but I'm, I'm intrigued by them sort of being around this thing. If you're to believe the scuttlebutt out there. Well, and the other thing around Tampa is you got to find a way to make that extension work as well. And if they decide to keep Stamkos too, right. What do you think yeah. about seven and a half million dollars is the cap hit for a Noah Hannafin? I mean, it, it's, it sounds like it could be the neighborhood depending on the length, the length of the contract. But again, you mentioned Stamkos. That's exactly what Julian Breezeball was talking about at the beginning of the season when things kind of got a little weird between Stamkos and the Lightning, which is we have a lot of needs on this team, and we're going to use this season to really assess where we are. And if that means that we acquire a player that, uh, that requires a hefty salary and, and is ultimately going to make us younger and better on the back end, um, then we're going to have to adjust accordingly with whatever we can offer Steven Stamkos. So, I mean, again, it's, it's a business. It's tough. It's rough. It's hard to imagine Stammer not finishing his career as a member of the Tampa Bay Lightning. But, oh, by the way, I just saw Patrick Kane score a goal for the Detroit Red Wings <laughs> against the Chicago Blackhawks. Hmm. Things change pretty hmm. quickly in this league. Um, what do you expect teams around the Flames uh, challenging for this second wildcard spot to do with the deadline here? The Seattles, the Nashvilles, the St. Louises, the L.A. Kings. Like, wh- what do you expect to see from them in a week's time? It's a great question. I mean, uh, you know, the Kings have always been sort of a weird one for me because they're, they're, they're trying to do this thing with, uh, in, in kind of the Vegas way of having middling goaltending behind a really good team in front of them. Maybe they pull it off, maybe they don't. Maybe they add another body to their goalie mix, given that Phoenix Copley was out, is out for the season. We'll see what they do there. I think Nashville is probably content to just kind of do their thing. Um, you know, I, I've heard Barry Trotz say that UC Saros is most likely going to finish the season with them. I think that's probably the, the wisest decision. I don't think he was really going to move anyway unless they were knocked over with a trade proposal. St. Louis is the real curious one for me, though, because, I mean, look, they, they have an asset um, in Pavel Buchnevich who I think could return, get a huge return for them if they move them now. You know, rest of the season plus next season, a point-per-game winger, um, I think of a team like the Vegas Golden Knights that did business with them last year and acquiring Ivan Barbashev with, you know, Mark Stone's cap hit potentially off the cap until the playoffs with that lacerated spleen, they might be able to fit him in. I don't know what kind of assets they could, you know, pony up to the blues to make them make that deal. But I mean, Doug Armstrong's one of these guys that, that is, is not sentimental in any way. Like if he doesn't think his team has it, he's going to move on from some of these players. And that's the one guy I think a lot of us are looking at. Did you enjoy the Matt Rempe story this past week? I'm writing the Matt Rempe story right now. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> for, Tell us a little bit about yeah, it. For, 
Yeah, for tomorrow. No, it, it, it'll be on ESPN tomorrow, and, and it's kind of like not only dealing with Rempy Mania, and by the way, his his jersey was in the window of the NHL store located blocks away from MSG wow. last night. Wow. How, how nuts this thing is. Um, but it's also kind of getting into, you know, his, his history a little bit, his time in the in juniors. And, and, the, and the two really interesting things about what he's kind of become early on in his NHL career one is a giant gawky six foot eight guy that has to figure out how to hit people correctly because he's so damn tall. Hmm. I mean, I, I talked to his junior coach who said, you know, Rempe would sometimes be in tears uh, as a junior player because he's trying to hit cleanly, but he simply just can't because of the height disparity between him and the people he's trying to hit. And then the other, the other thing too, is the fighting thing. And it's not just the frequency of fighting in which he had, you know, three fights in his first five NHL games and, at this point has more penalty minutes than, than minutes on the ice as a pro, which is pretty remarkable, but it's also the way he fights. I mean, I, I talked to my, my old friend, John Scott for the story. And mm. he said, you know, this is like a 1970s throwback where guy, he goes in there and just starts chucking with no sense of, of defense or, or technique. And, and it's interesting to see how the fighting community, such as it is, has reacted to Rempe in, in the sense of they're even saying, like learn to defend yourself a little bit more. <laughs> Use your reach. They're they're genuinely concerned that this kid who is uh, you know keeping the flame lit for fighting in this league right now uh, doesn't really know how to do it yet, and, and they'd like him to get better at it. Do you think the Eastern Conference is set, or does Tampa or Philadelphia fall out of this thing? <clears throat> I still think one of those two could, um, but I think that has more to do with a couple of teams that are on the outside that that it could, could catch fire, like. The Devils are obviously the team that are outside of the playoffs right now that everybody, if I, if I told you they put together the best two and a half weeks of their season and they're in a wild card spot, you wouldn't be shocked by it. Like they have that potential. The same thing with the Penguins. Like if the Penguins, and, and, and since Gensel got hurt, I think they're 4-1-1 right now and Sid's playing out of his mind. Like if they went on a run and, and all of a sudden they popped into a playoff spot, you wouldn't be shocked either. But like you said, it's going to require... Tampa to fall off or Philly to fall off. And, you know, with, with Philly, we've all kind of been waiting for it. But, you know, like I've said for, for the entire season, um, yeah, every time you think they're going to fall off, they win four in a row. <laughs> it's just kind of been how it is with them. They're an amazingly resilient team. They, they have the utmost confidence uh, in, in their room and in their abilities. And so we're all waiting to see them, you know, drop down the standings a little bit. And that might be the best path for the Devils and the Penguins, but it hasn't happened yet. Um, wish we've seen uh, Major League Baseball go through uh, what's going on with their new uniforms with Fanatics. We're seeing some <laughs> interesting outlines of things on baseball players. Uh, what are we anticipating? Because Fanatics takes over for the NHL sweaters next year. Uh, what are we expecting? Montreal Canadiens spelled wrong. Like what? What's good? What's this going to look like uh, for Fanatics in the NHL? Are we confident these will be decent next year? Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough to differentiate because like everybody's impression of fanatics in the NHL is the stuff that people buy from fanatics. So, you know, the idea that everybody on the Calgary flames will get a, a, a jersey that says Coleman and it's misspelled uh, is, is on the table. Like we all, we all are wondering exactly how this is going to go. I've, I've spoken to them before. I, I'm, I'm pretty confident that they know, that uh, the, there's going to be several extra layers of scrutiny on what these jerseys look like and what these uniforms look like. And, and, and what they have to do, essentially, is gain the trust of the players as well, um, which is always the challenge when you, when you change your, your uniform outfitter. So 
We'll see. We'll see how it goes, man. I mean, I can tell you right now that uh, if if the NHL has the level of of coverage that MLB has had for their uniforms in the preseason, uh, they're not going to be a very happy group uh, with fanatics. That's for sure. Um, I, I saw this yesterday. My brother sent this to me. I have to share this with you, Wish, and we're going to talk about it just a little bit. Do you know how much an official, authentic Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Blue Jays jersey is going for right now on their website? No, how much? $592 Canadian. Wow. That's and, absurd. And that obviously is the, is, that's obviously one with a fighting strap, right? Yes, of course. Fighting strap. <laughs> yeah, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. stitched it with his hands. The one that you buy. It's insane. I just shudder to think what a Fanatics jersey is going to cost in the National Hockey it's, League. It's wild. It's wild. You know, it's, you know what really struck me about jerseys recently was... Uh, so everybody's ha- everybody has an ad on a jersey now. It seems like, sure. and and, and the, these these teams, not just in hockey but in other sports, they've gotten really clever with how they describe advertising on the players, which is what it is. It's, it's literally a billboard being put mm-hmm. on a player. Um, they call it a uh, a partner patch. This is oh, our boy. jersey partner patch. Isn't that cute? Isn't isn't that yeah. a wonderful PR speak? It's like oh, no, yeah. we're you know yeah this this guy who's worked his entire career to become an NHL player is skating around with a Chico's Bail Bonds patch <laughs> on his jersey, but it's a it's not an advertisement. It's a partner patch. Right. It's a very perky way of saying it. It's very nice and soft. Uh, Greg Wachinski, yeah. um, have fun this next week uh, heading up to the deadline. Thanks for this, pal. Anytime. Thanks for having me. ESPN NHL senior writer Greg Wachinski in the Atlas Beats and Sports Bar guest hotline. $592 for an official Vladimir Guerrero jersey. Preposterous. On the Blue Jays. That's website. the only word now, I can come up And the thing with. is, like, so Fanatics is getting dragged for this, but with the thing with baseball is you got to remember it's the Nike design and style. So it's Nike's that did this. Fanatics is just manufacturing it. So don't blame Fanatics as much. You really want to blame Nike. Sure. I'm going to blame them all. I don't really care. You're all to blame. This is all like, preposterous. Stop gouging the public. No, 100%. Yeah. Just like, no, like I get you. a, you're all under jersey. fire, and I hate all of you. Like, How about that? Like, like when it comes to pro sports jerseys, like the NBA should be the cheapest because it's essentially a muscle shirt. Yeah. Unless yeah. you buy the authentics. A, a, a baseball one is just a button-up short-sleeve shirt. It should be equal to an yeah. NFL jersey. Yeah, hockey and football, because of you know the, the rigors those sweaters and jerseys go through, yeah, mm. they should cost more money. But $600 plus for an official baseball jersey? It's ridiculous. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and so... I'm, the, going, I'm going fake Chinese all day. So the Blue Jay <laughs> logo on there won't be a, an iron-on. It'll be a stitch-on. It'll be no, a little bit I more... I get it. Like, there is a That's difference. the exact same jersey Vladdy's going to be wearing. Of course. It, it, yeah. it shouldn't be $600. No, I know. Exactly. I know. It shouldn't no. be $600. I, exactly. <laughs> I get you. Like, even when... Before, like, Adidas took over the NHL, when you could still buy authentic... Uh, either Reebok or CCM or Coho NHL jerseys, those were still like $450 for the authentic ones with the fight strap. And then like the, the replicas were like a $139. Uh, I, um, back in the mid-90s, I, uh, I was at the Bell Center in Montreal. And uh, I think it was like 97-ish, 96. I bought an official Saku Koivu jersey mm-hmm. at, the, at the Habs gift shop. And Team it, store, yeah. It was the um, it was a starter jersey, and it was the same stitching and the same person who did the stitching that did the jerseys for the Canadians. Mm. It was four hundred dollars back then. It's still in pristine condition. Oh yeah, 
Like it is the the craftsmanship and like just how incredible the jersey is. It's still incredible. Mm-hmm. It's my it's my number one pond hockey sweater. It, it's thick. I have a TJ Brody Flames jersey I've had for fifteen years. Oh yeah, still crushing. Yeah, things got a lot but, of lot of tread on it. The the lace that goes across the chest is somewhere in the bowels of the saddle. Don't mind somewhere under those seats. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, six bills for an official Blue Jays jersey. Steep. Very steep. I bought five tickets to three games, and I paid less than that. Yeah. Well, you also have the discount. True. Yeah. But I still paid less than that. Um, Straight ahead, um, Chris Tanev got dealt last night, if you heard. Uh, We've only been talking about it all show. Um, we want to hear from you um, your favorite Chris Tanev memory or your sweet goodbye mm. to that sweet shop-locking prince. Mm. And maybe I'll mix in a couple more leap year <laughs> facts. Or not. Or not. Probably. Good. And our lock of the day. Mm-hmm. Still lots to do here in the last half hour of the program. It's the big show. It's Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan. Oh boy, it's a big show, Rustic and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the saw, fan. Saw a whole lot of smiling in the sun. It's just one chiclet he had. Uh, brought to you by MortgagesToGo.ca. Always the lowest interest rates in Canada since 2004. Visit MortgagesToGo.ca. Uh, we'll do our lock of the day. Last one of the month before we start a new month where Maddie's going to have to write some uh, myfrontpagestory.com for tomorrow. It's good. Tomorrow? Yeah. New month. New month, new day, new year, new you. I expect to spend like six hours at a passport office today, so that's fine. Oh, that's fun. Um, so you be- Can't wait. Can't that's wait. Good. I'm excited. That's it's going to be great. Mm, that's fun for you. Uh, we're taking your text messages, 960-960, name and location. Your goodbye to that sweet shot-blocking prince, mm. Chris Tanev. Uh, your, your sweet goodbye to him. Or you're just your favorite Tanev memory, 960-960, name and location. I uh, had an old friend of mine um, text me yesterday out of the blue saying really? he's coming to Calgary for a game. Diehard Flames fan from Niagara Falls. Mm-hmm. Diehard. Oh. Watched every game. Watches every single game. Loves the Flames. Hell yeah. Has an 04 jersey just with the number 04. <laughs> 04. Because he loved that playoff run so much. Mm-hmm. He's coming to Calgary. I haven't seen him in years. Uh, the last time he saw me, um, I was doing the intermission at a Leafs game. And I was buckled uh, on the big on the big screen, and my I slurred the words William Nylander. Good thing nobody recorded it. Oh, that's good. Because I was like six double gin and sodas deep oh, before good. I had to talk into a microphone. Standard stuff. That's the last time he saw me. Yeah, no problem. I'm like William Nylander, uh, in front of like twenty thousand people. Oh, William. But he's coming to Calgary, and he's like, I can't wait to see the Saddle Dome, and I'm like, great. <laughs> Because according to a new survey, Patrick, <laughs> the Saddle Dome, uh, not the cleanliest barn uh, in Canada. Yeah, no, it comes in at the uh, third dirtiest uh, sporting venue in Canada. Who who did this study? Uh, it was uh, this. It was a, a, a local, you know, uh, whatever they do, those far firms, PR firms, and whatnot. Mm. They do studies and they go through reviews. Uh, the Saddle Dome had a one point zero. Just reviews. Yeah. Just, they didn't go and go boots on the ground? They're ah, this has no standing. <laughs> well, this is preposterous. Who reads reviews? Well, Because here's a better question. What type of person are you to fill out a review? Yeah, I've never filled out a Yelp. Only someone who complains fills out reviews. So right. reviews, tarnished. 
I don't like them. I've never filled out a review in my entire life. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. You, you know you're why? a reasonable human. You know why? And you wouldn't get angry over something small and decide you have to yell into the abyss of the internet about it. You know why I don't fill out reviews? Because I just continue living my life. Yeah, good for you. Um, just keep going. Damn uh, straight. You just, for you somebody should. who has the privilege of sitting in the media press box at the Dome, it is a little filthy up there. <laughs> Listen, it is. Listen. It is. It's a little filthy. It's old. I'm not saying that they're wrong. <laughs> I'm just questioning how they went about okay. gathering information for this survey because, frankly, I think a lot of surveys nowadays, not enough information has been provided. They've and they just try and get away with all this yimmer yammer and let's get all the clicks. They've I think it's a little bit of a farce. Analyzing over 200,000 Google reviews oh, in uh, uh, arenas and sporting venues with a capacity of over 10,000. Uh, Canadian Tire Center is the worst. Mm-hmm. That in, checks out. Yeah. In Ottawa. Yeah. Or Canada. Uh, Place Bell, Laval, home of the Laval Rocket. Ah, yeah, yeah, an old building. That's an old 100%. arena too. Why is it? Do they still have cigarette butts all over the place? Probably. <laughs> like I'm all the all the. You can't take the dank out of that arena. You got the Dome at three. You got Saskatel Center over in Saskatoon, another mm-hmm. old building. Mm-hmm. Uh, Olympic Stadium, Big O. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. thing they're putting a billion dollar roof on that. Yeah, thing. exactly. Uh, Commonwealth up in Edmonton. Yeah. Uh, first Ontario. You know what? Sim- I, I don't think it was dirty when we were there. You go Mind to the you, actual washrooms? We went we went uh, like we, we went through like all the place where like the players are yeah. and stuff. Uh, the we concourse went where, in common. We, we went right. nowhere where the public went. <laughs> yeah, so. you're right. Uh you're right. with our with our all letters of the alphabet <laughs> yeah, pass. Yeah. That guys like Frank Cervalli couldn't get down to the ice and yep. we had to smuggle them on there like a stowaway. <laughs> kind of a big deal. Yeah. Kind of a big deal. Uh first Ontario right, Center in Hamilton. Uh Scotiabank yeah, Center yeah. in Halifax. Mm. Uh Allen Lamport Stadium in Toronto. And then the Poibles Madavi Stadium in Moncton. What's the cleanest? Uh, the cleanest. If uh, it's Edmonton, we know it's false. Uh, well, the, it should be near the top of the list because it's a new barn. <laughs> okay, George. Sure. Uh, what do they see here? <laughs> uh, t- TD Place in Ottawa, the 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 outdoor stadium, uh, which is a very nice stadium, and then uh, BMO Field, and then uh, is the second cleanest. I've been to Bemo Field many times. This entire thing feels like it's all made up. Yeah. It's all okay. made up. All right. It means nothing. The Dome is a beautiful place. Yeah. Great eh. place to go. Yeah. And then the new arena will be even more beautiful. Oh, I can't wait, though. Yeah, no kidding. It's going to be so it's much time. better. It's time. It's, so it's time. Good. All right. Um, let's do it. Uh, Chris Tanev dealt to the Dallas Stars uh, last night, and it's uh, it's going to be sad. He's a heart and soul guy. Everyone loved watching Chris Tanev just give everything he had on the ice, shift in, Shift out. He's now on his way to the Dallas Stars to chase a Stanley Cup. We're asking you a 960-960 name and location. Your favorite Chris Tanev memory or your sweet goodbye to that sweet shot-blocking prince. That sweet, toothless grin of Chris Tanev that's it's gone. This is nice. Yeah, it's American Pie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's... uh. <laughs> The instrumental. Yeah, the right? instrumental. No lyric. Uh, American Don't Pie is one of, you know, one of those songs that everyone loves. I hate this song with passion. But we're going to play here because it starts off with our first text via our Sportsnet 960. Oh, I don't know if that's the first text, but uh, it text reading robot. I just find out. Was, it was, that was the genesis of the whole uh, I know, I know, I instrumental know. American Pie. <laughs> and I'm just talking just I, to just, buy you more time yeah, right I now. I found it. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Dan in Chestermere. I cried the day the music died. Bye bye, Mr. Puck Blocking Guy. That's that's nice. <laughs> bye bye, Mr. Puck Blocking Guy. That's a tough one to say though. Careful. 
I know it is leap year and you're allowed to say anything you want. <laughs> oh, but it's a long day. It's the purge. <laughs> it's like the purge. When's the horn sound? <laughs> it's the purge. I like that. Need my Chiefs holic mask if I'm going to go do all that crime, yeah. though. It's fine because it's leap year. It doesn't count. Xavier. I still don't want people count. knowing me. <laughs> yeah. Just because I can commit the crime without said, penalty doesn't mean I'm free of judgment from the court of public opinion. Uh, today is also the day um, where it is customary to women propose to men. Oh. Uh, that is attributed to St. Bridget. Who said to have uh, complained to St. Patrick that women had to wait too long for their suitor to pop the question. Oh. The obliging Patrick supposedly gave women one day to propose. (laughs) That is leap year today. Mm. Wow. Unbelievable. So all you fellas out there, Uh maybe you've been in a relationship too long. Look out. Maybe she's waiting for that, you know. (laughs) Head on a swivel, buddy. Yeah. (laughs) If if you liked it, you should have put a ring on it in the words of Beyonce. Yeah. Maybe today's the day because it's leap year. Mm. The day where women... Have the green light, according to St. Patrick, to propose to men and the BBC. It's 2024. They can do whatever they want, Damn frankly. Right. Yeah. Too bad there isn't a Flames game tonight. Could have had proposals all over the place <laughs> on the Jumbotron. Not nothing makes my, nothing <laughs> makes my better half angrier. <laughs> oh, I don't like oh, those. Yes. <laughs> it's very polarizing. All right, keep them rolling here. Let's go. Joe. Thank you, my toothless prince. I wish you great success and that you're appreciated as much as you were here. Yeah. Who is that, Joe? Joe. Toothless Prince. Yeah, he is. Happy trails. Yeah. Again, you, if, if there was a team that you'd want to... Like, nobody wants to see the Canucks win the Cup. Nobody wants to see Elias Lindholm and the Canucks win the Cup. You don't want to see that. By the way, apparently Patterson and the Canucks are coming close to an extension. We've totally forgot about that story. <laughs> But it was way more fun when it looked like there was some there was some turmoil there. Apparently, Ooh, all of uh, the... They're going to come together on an eight-year deal. Blah, blah, blah. 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 He's uh, not going he's anywhere. He's going to get paid a ton of money, and the Bleh. franchise is going to be fine. Bleh. It was way Sick. more fun. It's like, oh, they're going to trade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I liked it more when it was chaotic. Yeah. Now we have to go back to trading McDavid back yeah. to Toronto. Boring. Yeah, no McDavid <laughs> back to Toronto. <laughs> I'm sure Oilers fans love that. Well, oh, stupid Leaf fans like <laughs> put a Leaf jersey on him. He's coming home soon. They're gonna have everybody. I think that's uh, Nick Alberga who like. Oh, he loves every month or two. He's like only five more years until McDavid's in a Leaf. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, damn no! you and your truth and he logic. Won't! <laughs> Shake hotter, boy. <laughs> John in Sylvan Lake. I woke up this morning a little sore. I went into the medicine cabinet to grab some Tanafin and only had half yeah. a pill left. Went online to order more and now Tanafin is discontinued. Mm. I knew the day was coming, but still a sad day. Yeah, he brings up a great point. You only needed a half a pill of Tanafin for whatever was ailing you. Yeah. Hair loss, upset tummy. No teeth. Uh, no no teeth. Yeah. <laughs> you bonk your toe. Yeah. You name it, bud. Tanafin, down the hatch. Feel way better in the morning. Now you just got Hannah. Take two. Call me in the morning, bud. When you find yourself in a position to block a puck with your face, and you find that your jaw's a little sore, it's just a broken skull. Yeah, according to Brian, gets a reach for fast acting 
Tanafin. Tanafin. Just a fractured Yeah, I like skull. how, like, guess I've just dropped. Yeah, I had, a, like, a fractured skull. It's like, okay. <laughs> just a bug off the forehead. It's fine. Yeah. It just it caved fine. in my forehead. I just cheated no death. Deal. Hit the soft spot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't put a visor on after, as a matter well, of fact. Still, no. still didn't wear one. Nope. <laughs> All right, keep it rolling. Thanks, Chris, for your service. Gonna miss your hillbilly smile and your ability to take pain like a champ. You're one tough man. Good luck in Dallas. Yeah. It's nice. Like, you, you want him. It'd be nice to see him win a Stanley Cup. Dallas is I'll a... Have, like, the Flames get in the playoffs. Hell no. But if if there's somebody you want to see win a championship, it would be him. There's a lot of players that um, I grew to dislike as I was growing up. Corey okay. Perry. Yep. Vander Kane. Jamie Benn. Apart from him, I really like this Dallas team. They're really likable. And frankly, as Jamie Ben's career has gone on, he's that another, type of guy you'd like. Like when he wore Team Canada jersey? Hell yeah. Sign me no up. Visor, Huge man. fan. But that guy just <laughs> tormented the Flames for years. Oh, yeah. He's just big and Fought mean Iggy and nasty. As a rookie. Yeah. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> They're a good team, man. Wedley in Bridalwood. Thank you, Chris Tanev, for sacrificing your face, shoulder, knee, and any other body part the last four years Ribs. trying to help us win. Ribs Happy Leap Year and all the best in Dallas. Yeah. There you go. That's nice from Wedley. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. There's a lot of thank yous out there. People know. The people Man, know. How many Brothers tendies? Lunch, 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 bail, <laughs> bucket. How many tendies day? have your teeth on their mask? Yeah, no George. Kidding. How many? Zero. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I get it. We, we Although I got a beer league goalie who should put my teeth on his mask because I've done a lot of good work for him, <laughs> but I'm just saying that's beside the point. You block shots in beer league too? That's all I can do. I don't put up points. Oh, man. <laughs> I play in a division that's way man. too high for my skill level. Man, you know I'm what? just trying to keep my head above water out there, you bud. You know what? I'm like the opening credits of the 80s show Miami Vice. I'm like a flamingo out there. I don't want anything to hit me. There. <laughs> it's beer league for Christ's sake. What do I want to block GVP any doesn't even go in the defensive zone, yeah. so that's fine. Find the open ice, man. <laughs> Find the open ice. Find the open ice. Yeah. GVP meets his goalie at the end of the season at the banquet. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? Who? Yeah. Oh, it's you weird. were the. It's weird. Everybody pillows? calls you Garrett. It's like what? Who? Yeah. Who the hell is that? Said that what earlier. now? I don't <laughs> like weird. that. I don't like it when George calls me Garrett. Yeah, it feels it's like, like you're in trouble. Yeah, it's Garrett. Garrett. It feels like Listen. I'm getting reprimanded. Listen, <laughs> call me that like twice. Yeah, Garrett. Yeah, just hold on. But if the sheriff calls you Garrett, you know something's up. Yeah. I got tension. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) Jay in Calgary. Not sure if this deal is as lopsided as many suggest. Time will tell. But I am sure we're going to miss Tanev in Calgary. Tanev is a warrior and leads by his play on the ice. Blocked shots, zone exits, and come under fire. With all of the picks and prospects we are accumulating, we need quality seasoned veterans like Tanev to show these younger guys the way. Congratulations, Dallas. You got a good player and a great leader. Yeah. Listen, um, he's exactly what they need. They only had one right shot defenseman on their blue line right now, and Wish says he's going to fit perfectly with Haskin, and Haskin can do whatever he wants a la Noah Hannafin. And he has that security blanket of Chris Tanev he'll be playing with. Yeah, Haskinen's just like a slight upgrade on yeah. Hannafin, if you ask me. Yeah, just really just a slight just upgrade? Slight, I a little know. bit. I'm, just, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to keep the <laughs> trade value in, in check here for 55. He needs to be worth a lot. Damn it. Mike in the fail, a message to Chris Tanev. We wish you well in Big D. 
we appreciate all you've done on the blue line, we know you have moved on, however we also know your heart and teeth will always remain in Calgary. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> They're on his nightstand, I think he yeah. said his teeth. <laughs> yeah. there, Do you somewhere. have my teeth? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the fifth Simpsons thing. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of Simpsons. <laughs> you have been cruising today. <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot of Simpsons references today. It's getting a lot of Although love. None of my Simpsons references are after like season ten. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, like none of them. Like I don't know. It's still on. I'm still oh, going. Yeah, it sure yeah, still is. Going. Still chugging along. Yeah, mm-hmm. still going along. Thanks, Chris Tanev, Trent and Calgary Dental Association. Yeah. Shout okay. out. Sure, the dentist. Yeah. I'm sure the dentist, the ortho people, all appreciated him. Ortho. Orthodontics. Okay. Make yeah. your teeth straight. Yep. Ali in Chestermere, Tanny, <laughs> we will miss you like we missed the Dutchy Donut when Tim's got rid of it. Good luck in Dallas. That's the eh. one with raisins, right? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm good. it's okay. Yeah, I'm good. I don't know. The people who miss it, like, miss it a lot. <laughs> yeah. People <laughs> love that Dutchy. <laughs> Each their own, I guess. Pass it on the left-hand side. <laughs> that was a good jam. Frank from Calgary. Thanks for the memories, Chris. If we can't win the cup this year, I'd like to see you lift it over your head. Also, if you win it, those dirty mouth breathers up north can't win it. Congratulations, Dallas. You got a good player and a great leader. If you win it, those dirty mouth breathers up north can't win it. You know what I... Never, never... My man! My man! Never never take a shot at... Old Edmonton there. Never a shot you didn't like, eh? Yeah. I hope you win it just because those mother bleepers in Edmonton can't do it. So if you just, win it, those dirty mouth breathers up north okay. can't win it. I like it. Just catching it stray. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, so it was so nice and sweet. Hey, if we can't do it, love to see you. And that means you know isn't winning it. I, I think they pick us up in Beaumont, so they heard that. <laughs> someone, okay. someone just texted in that Chris Tanev has a better save percentage than Jack Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I, you know, you put you him in that is probably about the same. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. It's a good text. My 11-year-old granddaughter's favorite player was Tan Ev. She loved the long hair. Said it looked like hers. She says she is a Stars fan now. I love the compete. Yep. It's, uh, I'm not a big fan of you jumping ship because the player left she's 11 they gotta learn sometime (laughs) i think we're not asking the right question here did chris tanev do the same thing for young female viewership that taylor swift did for the nfl it's got to be close sure it's got to be marginally close yeah slightly i would even say i would say slightly close minor bump i am uh yeah i'm not a fan of that like either either you're all in on the team or you're not She's 11. You're <laughs> Patrick, they have to learn sometimes. <laughs> You're like uh, Jason Kelsey's wife, yeah. Kylie. Yeah. She she said, even if Jason goes to another team, I will never wear that team's gear. Yeah, I like she that. She is an Eagles fan through and through. Yeah, but, Even but, if her husband leaves. Yeah, but Eagles fans are a different breed. It's also very true. Different breed of fans, those yeah. Eagles fans. Last one. Rob in Calgary, Canuck fan through and through. Hate Benning for letting him walk. Hated it more that he signed here. LOL. Still love the guy. Ultimate warrior and team guy. 
he's so underappreciated in the league. I'd take six to Nevs over a Latain or a Carlson any day. <laughs> Yeah, my but. man, <laughs> you, you wouldn't win the cup, but man, would you block a lot of shots? <laughs> like yeah. beat. Yeah, yeah, you could win the cup. Um, you know that's the oh, one thing the we cup. haven't touched at all today. Mm. What do you think the chances are that he resigns in the off season? Yeah, same as usual. It's not zero. Same as it always is. It's non-zero, but it's less than five percent, less than ten percent. Grass is always greener on the other side. I think he's reached that point where he's like, we'll go see what else is out there. Okay. Yeah. Or he might be like, you know what? I really like it here. I like We weren't that far off. My family uh, likes living here. Like, mm-hmm. there's all those factors. We thought Michael Backlund was going to test. He didn't. Right? And obviously yeah. giving him the seat was a big factor why he ended up staying. But I don't think it's a zero chance. No. I don't right? ever think it's but a zero chance. But at the same chance. time, if... If you're the Flames and as an organization, do you want him to resign or do you want to give these younger guys a shot at playing some more important it's time. minutes? It depends yeah. on who else is here. Right? It's yeah. time. So, I don't know. It's a great player to play with. Like, you want him to play with Jeremy Poirier the first couple of years he's in the NHL? Hell yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Is it something that you can afford at $4 million, $5 million, whatever he ends up commanding? I don't know. And he's 34. He is 34. Um, thanks for all your. Do you got any more? That's uh, nothing in the hopper, but there's tons coming in here. Yeah, the, like this. The, the Jack Campbell, he has a better save percentage than Jack Campbell. It's fantastic. Uh, thanks for all your text messages. Oh, I had one more that I wanted to read. Where was I? Oh yeah, this is a this is a rhyme from Armpit, <laughs> who's in Sylvan Lake. Mm. Sounds like a real catch. Roses are red. I got sprayed with mace. There's no better player that blocks shots with his face. It's oh, beautiful. Yeah. Why wasn't he traded on Valentine's Day? <laughs> but instead, Craig Conroy ruins our leap year day show. <laughs> like, we only have a chance to do this once every four, four years. years. Thanks, Connie. <laughs> Didn't he know today was the day? Which one? What are you laughing on? Which text? About the nine-year-old oh, son? Yeah, yeah, Please, I'll, can you get that yeah, one really quickly? One. Yeah, Final yeah. one? We'll get this one in here. Okay. <laughs> and we'll get this here. All right, while you do that, did you guys know that uh, there is the Honor Society of Leap Year Day Babies as a club for people born on February 29th? Huh. More than 11,000 people worldwide are members. Wow. The goal of the group is to promote Leap Day awareness. Like, what's so... What, it's an extra day. We got it. And to help Oops. Leap Day babies get in touch. Wow. There's around 4 million people born on this day around really? the earth. Damn. So it's not that rare. Oh. You're not that special. Well, it's like se- Yeah, well, billion. it's like any day. Like, I'm yeah. sure just because it's the 29th that ladies around the world are like, whoa, hold yeah. on. <laughs> right. One Can't more day. <laughs> make it to March. I don't know how that works, but I assume that's how it works. My nine-year-old son loved Tana. He says he is a Stars fan now. My son is out of the family now. Anyone need a kid to do chore? He lips off a bit, but a smack usually sets him straight. Preferably would like a dirty mouth breather family from up north to take him. I like flames. (laughs) It's nice. I like flames. I like like flames. I like flames. flames. I like flames. That's probably going to be a drop. I like flames. I like like flames. (laughs) All right. Turvy stuff. Thanks for all your text messages. It's a sad day. It's a sad day in Cowtown as... One of uh, <laughs> one of the uh, heart and soul guys, the Calgary Flames, is no longer on the team. He's off to Big D to chase a Stanley Cup 
with the Dallas Stars. All right, let's do our locks of the day. What did we do yesterday, Patrick? Uh, well, let me just bring this up here. Uh, George, you were the only one that hit. Uh, Boom! Inter and Atalanta went way over the two and a half. Inter Milan smoked them. Yeah. Uh, Talk or- about the stomping for the Scudetto. Everything hit for Maddie except Leon Dreisaitl, that poor, poor player, that Leon Dreisaitl guy. Fraud. Sucks. Fraud. Uh, Doncic, Barnes, and Barrett were five points off of 80, so I missed that one. Raptors lost to the Mavericks, and Kron had the Blues on the money line. They lost. Okay, uh, let's do our lock of the day brought to you by Metal Supermarkets Calgary, offering a large variety of metal types and shapes cut to any size and ready fast. Metal Supermarkets Calgary, the convenience store for metal. Located on 50th Avenue, Southeast. I am going to the association this evening. The Milwaukee Bucks on the road to play the Charlotte Hornets. And I'm going back to a well that's been very fruitful, Mm. but not the last two games. Okay. I'm taking Brooke Lopez to hit at least two threes tonight. Two threes or more. Big Brooke. Big Brooke Lopez with his hairy neck. And his weird-looking face. Okay. Two three-pointers for Brooke Lopez tonight. Lock it in. If you just saw a picture of his face, you immediately know that's a man that's seven feet tall, right? 100%. <laughs> yeah, it's so you can long. just tell. There's <laughs> yeah. just a certain look. Yeah, he's mm. big. There's a lot of good hockey games tonight. The Knights and the Bruins, the Wild and the Predators, Islanders and the Red Wings, Kings and Canucks. One of my favorites is the Jets and the Dallas Stars. Uh, this is going to be a huge matchup in that Central Division. Yep. I'm going to an old flame who's been putting the puck in the net lately. Give me a Sean Monaghan anytime goal mm. for those Winnipeg Jets as they visit the Dallas Stars. Especially because Chris Tanev's not going to play yet, I assume. Yeah. Which means that, you know, that way Monaghan can score. Lock mm-hmm. it in. We're going to go to Boston, Vegas, and the Bruins. I like Ivan Barbashev and Brad Marchand to both go over over half a point. Lock it. Uh, I'm going to go to Maple Leafs and the Arizona Coyotes. Coyotes are are terrible. The Leafs have been playing some pretty good hockey as of late. I'm going to take the Maple Leafs on the puck line tonight. Cover that one and a half. Lock it in. Okay, there you go. Our locks of the day brought to you by Metal Supermarkets Calgary. Offering a large variety of metal types and shapes. Got to any size and ready fast. Metal Supermarkets Calgary, the convenience store for metal. Located on 50th Avenue, Southeast. What do you got coming up on Mucho Big Show? Well, we're going to pause Tana for just a segment. We're going to stop and we're going to talk some uh, Canadian soccer with Alexander Gagne-Ruzic. Uh, big with my for, cousin? Yes. Uh, big uh, oh, big uh, tournament for the U-20s. Women are killing it. The Gold Cup. And uh, we'll see you know, some CPL. And then at 930, Derek Newmeyer. He's going to pop by again. He knows a lot on the Dallas Stars. We're going to talk oh, okay, about cool. Artem uh, Grushnikov some more. Mm. Yeah. All right. Go get your Grushnikov jerseys. Grush. Grush. Sorry. Grushnikov. Grush. We don't know what number he's going to wear. Though, so I wouldn't get his sweater. Maybe a Wrangler's jersey for him. What I if he no- plays Friday? Probably. I would assume he yeah. plays Friday. Yeah. He's probably on his He's, he's been now. a regular AHL. Yeah. So, yeah. Man, yeah. Get him in. Yeah. Brad Pascal and Trent Call were like, yes. Oh, Blue line out. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, needed that. Well time. Well time, boys. Thanks. Needed it. Thanks. Um, thanks, guys. Um, I'll try to forgive Craig Conroy <laughs> for uh, ruining our leap day um, show. Yeah, I bet. It's a title I plan. I plans today. I <laughs> enjoy your lawless day. Uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon. Remember, get your favorite podcast. Rate and review. Review if you want. If you want to be one of those people? Go ahead. That's cool. If not, that's fine too. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Matt Rose Mrs. Tanev. Mm. 
at Patrick needs his glasses, Dumas, and at Garrett, buttons, mm. pressing, buttons. Okay. At Connor Matthews is better than McKinnon. Don't come at me, bro. Dude, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a terrific Thursday. Bye. Bye. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog.